KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. We are just getting started with college football season, but college hoops will be here before you know it. And there's some coaching news to pass along. Division Three Haverford College has a new head women's coach. Stephanie Caridio is taking over the program. She replaces Bobby Morgan, who led the Fords to four NCAA tournament appearances in her 13 years at the helm. Now, Caridio comes to Haverford after serving as an assistant at the University of Pennsylvania. Prior to that, she was an assistant for the great Herb McGee with the Jefferson University men's team. This will be her second college head coaching gig. She led PSU Abington into its first ever NCAA Division III tournament back in 2015. Had the chance to talk with Caridio, who was a standout player at Jefferson, about coming on board at Haverford. Give a listen. So first of all, congratulations and just kind of talk about why was this the right job at the right time for you? Well, thank you for having me, Matt, and this was definitely the right job at the right time um, for a lot of reasons. It worked um, within our family. Um, that's always one of my number one priorities and having a husband that does the same exact thing as me, uh, we had to talk about how we would, this would look for us. And, um, just the experience part of it, having been a head coach before, um, working under two legendary individuals, one in Herb McGee and the other in Mike McLaughlin at Penn and coming from a place like Penn, um, really has gotten me to this point that I felt when this job opened that, wow, this would be a, pretty easy transition in regards to the similarities of the universities and now Haverford at Haverford College. Um, and just the way that you're recruiting a very similar uh, student athlete in the academic rigors that they look for. Um, and then just the overall experience of the success basketball wise within how competitive a conference and Centennial is. Um, just having a lot of that familiarity of coming from a place like Penn with a lot of those really just helped ease my mind that this would be a smooth transition for me. Yeah, to that point, I think a lot of people, maybe their first, when they coach at a place like Haverford, it can be a little jarring, you know, the tight, what you have to look for in a kid, the, the academic levels that they have to be able to meet. And, but as you point out, as an assistant at Penn, you're really kind of fishing in those same ponds for the same types of kids. And I would imagine that really accelerates things significantly for, you know? Exactly. Yeah. I just think we, we have a, it's a specific kid that we've, uh, will recruit here. And, um, the goal is for them to be the most successful that they are. And you have to do that vetting process before you even get them here in regards to will they fit in academically with the vigors, because like you said, it is a very specific, um, type of education that you're getting here at Haverford. Um, and that is very similar to at the university of Pennsylvania, um, and then just the the values that we're going to look for are going to be very similar in that winning tradition that I'm coming from and all the places that I've been at this point. Um, so I think it really they had a lot such similarities that it eased my mind of I wouldn't just go for any job. This was a job that really fit what I was looking for um, and what I'm used to at this current moment. And I really just had an amazing experience at Penn that um, allowed me to want to go for this in a way that. I would get a very similar kid that I would be able to coach. Um, and I just enjoyed that immensely. This is not your first go as a college head coach. You were the head coach of PSU Abington a few years ago, led them to the NCAA tournament. What lessons though, have you learned that have made you a better coach from there to now? Well, I think, um, obviously I, I took a little bit of a reverse approach than most do, um, in their profession and being a head coach, 
at a very young age and having that opportunity, which was amazing. I had to figure a lot of things out on my own because I didn't have much experience and just as a player is what I was going most off of and, and who I was energy and passion wise, which I still have to this day. Um, but I really gained a lot of, of knowledge through the, that year of trying to just jump in and figure it out. And um, we obviously had a great deal of success there, but I'd really attribute to who I am now as to the people that um, are my role models. And I've had an opportunity to work for, and I spoke on them just recently, but coach McGee has, has shaped me to be, the person that I am in regards to coaching and just the things that he's done and the great deal of success that he's had. And, and then Mike McLaughlin at Penn. So I think where I'm presently sitting my feet in my office, the first day at Haverford right now, um, those two individuals and a lot of others before that, but those two from a, who my bosses were um, have really kind of shaped me to, to be where I'm at, and allow me to be in an opportunity that I am here in Haverford. And I think that's where we all have to look at is where you've come before you're at this present moment. So I've learned a great deal of knowledge from them that I'll, I'll instill within here at Haverford and um, continue to do the things that I did as a head coach at Penn State Abington and probably just refine them a little bit more because I was a little bit more young um, and didn't have a full understanding of what this really entails. And now I'm I'm at that point, 32 years in my life with two kids. And that was seemed like a lifetime ago at this point um, that I'm ready to, to take this on. What should fans expect style of play-wise? I think that we'll play a very tough, gritty type of um, style of basketball. We'll play fast pace. Um, I'm going to allow my girls to to make plays within what their ability is. I'm not going to try to hold them back and run a ton of sets. There's a time and place for that. But I think that it's going to be very high energy intensity. Um, the girls are going to dive on the balls, on the floor for loose balls. They're going to um, be up in girls to, to defend them at a high level. Um, and I just think that's what we'll really pride ourselves on is every possession, every play is going to be at the highest level possible of intensity and passion. And that's kind of who I am as a person and it translates into who I am now as a coach. Um, so I think it won't be uh, it won't be boring. It won't be like, oh, what's the next set she's going to run? It's going to be pretty intense and exciting to to watch. A lot of times when people take over as a head coach, they're inheriting a, a program that has struggled, and that's why there's a change. That's not the case. You're taking over a program that's enjoyed success. Um, just talk about what that's like kind of stepping into a place where there's a, a good foundation and, and there's a understanding how to win, stuff like that. Yeah, to be honest, it's something I'm not used to from a head coaching perspective because, as we spoke on before, I took over a program that was not never successful. We had – first conference championship in all of programs history of sports at Penn State Edmonton. So it, it, it makes my job a lot easier um, in that regard of the culture um, is set, but that doesn't mean that's going to be the same culture as, as what I'm going to instill daily. Um, so I think it does definitely help in regards to uh, the expectation has already been set that we, we will win here at Haverford. Um, and that's a testament to what Bobby Morgan has done and the people uh, coaches before Bobby Morgan. Um, and I think that we'll just continue on that. But what success looks like for everyone is different. Um, so the hat that I'm now wearing at, at Haverford, I want more. I don't want just a conference centennial championship. I want to go to the NCAAs and get past the first round. I want to be an NCAA Division Three national champion. Um, and I want their experience to be the best possible. So as much as it is great walking into a boatload of success within a program, uh, my success will be defined differently in that regard. And uh, I hope we continue to take it to different measures, this program. 
as we're talking, it's September 17th. You're less than a month from practices starting, about probably two months from first game. How tough is it? I don't know tough, but how much of a whirlwind is the next, you know, four, six, eight weeks going to be as you kind of accelerate things to, to get used to the program, the kids, and, and kind of get right into it? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a, it wouldn't be ideal if I was being honest with you, but it is what it is at this point. And I think, quite honestly, what these past this past year has taught all of us is you're going to get thrown a lot of hurdles at certain points and it's how you deal with it. And we just we move on from it. So that's kind of sitting here on my first day speaking to you. Um, no one else I'd rather like to speak to other than you, Matt, by the way. Um, but I'm just going to take it on head on and one thing at a time, one day at a time and really my main focus right now is getting to know my my current student athletes and really entrenching myself into to knowing what they're looking for in a coach and, and knowing what they're going to get out of me by just getting to know them. Um, and then the rest of the things, I think, just fall into peace. I think sometimes we make the, we like to make things bigger than what they are at times, and we just kind of figure it out day to day. Um, I just care the most about the people. So the people that I'm going to be coaching, the people I'm going to be working with, um, that's what I'm, all, I'm always been about and always will be no matter what timetable it is. And if there's going to be a month or there's going to be less than a month at this point to get started for practices, um, I'm just going to approach it head on and do the best that I possibly can to navigate this. And I've got a great deal of resources. And even in my first day here, of people knocking on my door already trying to help be as supportive as possible. So uh, I'll figure it out. And like I said, it's just going to be a day by day piece. And I'm just excited to to be here and ready to to entrench myself in all of this. And you referenced your husband, Chris, who is the head men's coach at another Division three school in the area at Widener. I'm curious, how much do you guys talk hoops? Not just fun, like, but do you guys talk X's and O's and, and talk about sets and what you did in certain situations and stuff like that and bounce it off each other? Absolutely. I, I think uh, when most people see our dynamic, the first thing they say is, how do you guys do that? With Obviously, as I spoke to little ones. Um, but he's, he's actually, he's completely my sounding board of everything that I do in my life, but especially as a coach, cause I respect him greatly and what he's done at Widener and the success that he's had and just the way that he approaches the game. We're very, we're very different in personality, but, um, the way that we have our passion and our enthusiasm for the love of this game, we'd be silly, not daily to at dinner, bounce things back off of each other. So X's and O's way we approach things, the way that we decompress after a game, uh, it's it never stops. And I think one of the reasons that we marry each other is for that reason in regards to we just felt that level of connection and passion uh, within what we do. And it's 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 a unique thing. I mean, when you find some somebody that does the exact same thing and now I'm in an opportunity that is a division three head coach. while He's a division three head coach right down the street from each other. Um, it's really special and it makes us unique in that regard. And we as much as we possibly can will support in games or like you're saying, it's at the dinner table. If it's doing the salt and pepper shakers that at, at a restaurant we're at, of oh, if so and so is here and the basket's here, what are you doing? So it's fun. It's what makes us, I think, really special in who we are um, as a couple. But we definitely utilize uh, how we can help each other professionally daily, um, all the time, actually. 